back to batting around it's batting around it's baseball podcast i am your co-host jane austen with me as always is lauren i'm lauren that's lauren and steven yo uh we're feeling a little little goofy it might be a little 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 goofy here today because we've had just the worst audio problems and technical it's a, issues it's a it's a it's On a, a hat trick starts. it's a hat trick of technical issues each of the three of us yeah. have had something dumb happen that few we people didn't know quite... this yeah. uh, but hosting a podcast is literally one of the hardest things anyone can do I, I mean i i shouldn't have expected anything to to go differently because oh let me tell you what i've been dealing with here <laughs> as you may know i adopted some cats on saturday hell yeah let's go catting around catting around <laughs> i i didn't get input on this i would have gone with scratching around okay <laughs> yeah it's a little less you know obvious yeah um <laughs> we can we can talk about this more i guess catting around is the obvious one but yeah okay we'll we'll bring this to committee i mean i can't i i was the one behind couching around i i, I should be in these conversations that's, that's true all I'm saying. that's true it wasn't fair for us to cut you out we didn't have a quorum when this was decided. <laughs> I got these cats on Saturday and, you know, new cats, they'll be kind of skittish. They like to hide for a while, um, but they were hiding underneath my couch for a couple days. And I didn't like that. Like, I understand they have to hide, but I didn't like them like them there because it's a hide-a-bed. It's got a lot of contraptions and bars mm. and stuff. And, you know, somebody sits down on it wrong and they get fucking crushed in between some bars or something. I didn't like I didn't like that. So I got them out of it last night. And then they ran underneath a little hole in my cabinets that I didn't know was there. <laughs> and I just spent the last, I don't know, 20 hours just, just panicking about them. They're fine. They're fine. They're they're sitting under there. I like put my phone in there with a light on. Oh, and they, they seem mad because it's not as cozy in this little dead space between some cabinets compared to uh, the couch that they were hiding in before. But uh, little baby Billy and Amy Lee, they're safe and sound. But God, they've been they've been stressing me out. And they come out to use the litter box and stuff. So at least they're not like shitting in my cabinets <laughs> in like That's a dead good. space. Oh, but my God, this has been like having a baby. I am gonna, <laughs> I am gonna. Uh, You're gonna stake that claim. I'm gonna stake that claim. I'm gonna totally <laughs> steal that valor. Uh, all of you who have kids, I'm basically the same as you. <laughs> In many ways, you're even you're facing even bigger challenges. Yeah, because a, a baby can eat regular food. You have to buy cat food. It's different. A baby wouldn't be able to get underneath uh, <laughs> the cabinets like this. No, you know, I can't just like you know block it off or something because it's the only way in and out. Like, yeah, no, they're babies, but they can they can get on every surface. It's stressful. It's the only place my mind has been. <laughs> since saturday is these fucking cats god bless i guess we're i guess we're not here to talk about cats even though i mean whatever I mean, what what else really is there <laughs> <laughs> i mean we talked about the korea stuff last week well there was one additional point that came out since then i okay. don't think we covered it last week and that yeah. is uh let me pull up the article here basically uh according to his agent uh scott boris what happened in the timeline with the Mets and, and the Giants was that they were both relying on basically one guy. Yeah, they use the same doctor. <laughs> and the, the the guy didn't come up with any new information for the Mets. 
they they knew all that information and still went ahead with like the negotiations what do you think happened here do you think that was like a move to use that doctor because like you know they wanted to fail him as leverage or just like that's the guy they go to and steve going was just kind of like that's kind of what I'm wondering about. Is this if, if this is like the just like MLB's foot guy, and every team goes to one foot guy? <laughs> the MLB foot guy. <laughs> the MLB foot guy. <laughs> I always figured that that would be like Aubrey Huff or something. You know? <laughs> That's Lenny Dykstra's MLB foot guy. There are. I, I'm sure there are quite a few MLB foot guys. There's got to be so many of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just statistically there has to be so many you know each team has a 40-man roster so there's yeah there's gotta be there's you know, 1200 players like yeah. active players at any time there's there's gotta be what percentage you know? of the population has a foot fetish do we think i guess like two or three percent maybe at least easy yeah so definitely yeah. around I think it's like the numbers. most common fetish so, so there's gotta be isn't that isn't the brain wired so like the the part that controls the feet is like near an erogenous part or something and that's why it's a common fetish i have never I have wanted no to look into this or know about it so i, I can't really say <laughs> i have no idea anyway the, the doctor uh, is uh I, I found it here it's dr robert anderson a wisconsin-based foot and ankle specialist who also apparently works with a lot of nfl players mm-hmm. so he does seem pretty well established in the field uh but he is the orthopedist that both teams uh went to for physicals yeah. Of the feet. Anyway, we're I, estimating between 25 and 45, if I'm doing the 2 to 3% math right there. Active MLBers with foot fetishes. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Okay. Yeah. There was a, there was a great episode on Gleeman and the Geek. It's a twins podcast. There was a great episode with uh, athletic writer Dan Hayes and the other twins athletic writer, uh, Aaron Gleeman. It's his show where they, they talked about all of the stuff that happened with the Carlos Correa signing that came out since that episode came out since our last okay. uh, show. Yeah. It's really, really good. Uh, worth signing up for and paying a dollar for like, definitely. Definitely. Uh, What's and, their take on the number of MLB players with foot fetishes? Uh, they don't really get into that, uh, but that's one the betting day, around difference. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You have to come here to, <laughs> for baseless speculation. <laughs> on. <laughs> well, I can't like I can't make it not baseless because if I put any of that into Google, my uh, algorithm is fucked for the rest of time. Yeah, it's just gonna bring you to the wiki feet for men thing <laughs> and like bring you to the the, the baseball players uh, <laughs> section of that. So wait, it's so cool that my parents started listening to this podcast recently. <laughs> <laughs> I really, my mom occasionally like is like, oh, I haven't listened in a while. I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> Don't worry about You're it. You're not missing anything. <laughs> no, but like, wait, hold on. There's a WikiFeet Men? Yeah, it's a separate website. I mean, like, I, I think it's run by the same people, but they have it split up. They have WikiFeet split up into what, what like the WikiFeet Dove, Network. Dove for Men? Like, yeah, yeah, it's in a black, but it's in a black packaging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> impact font. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, um, it's also it's also a shampoo and conditioner. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. Let's I, I let's look up the baseball players. How many baseball players are on WikiFeet? Max, I, I just pulled up Max Scherzer. Uh, I love this show. Total <laughs> total fo- photos in gallery twenty four, but two of them have have bars on them saying that they've been reported for not actually showing any feet. Okay, mm. these are bad photos too. It's just like 
the blurriest. Yeah. Dude, there's no way that pitchers have have like good feet. They gotta no. be. It's probably like ballerinas' feet, you know, where like <laughs> there's just been so much like stress toe. and stuff. Yeah, it's gotta fuck yeah. up their feet. Like they probably wore a lot of cleats over the years that were, were a little too tight, a little too loose. Where is uh, most of what I'm seeing here in terms of athletes is basketball players, which I suppose makes sense. That makes total sense. I googled WikiFeet MLB and Max Scherzer's the only one that's coming. Oh, here's Bob Bichette. Okay. I've got Jim Edmonds at the top of my returns here. I'm not clicking on these links to be clear. I'm, I'm strictly <laughs> looking at the Google page. I'm not putting this anywhere in <laughs> near my search bars. <laughs> I've, I've, I've Googled far worse. I'm fine. I don't know. I, anytime there's a wiki, I think there should also be a conservative wiki. Oh, like, they do like conservapedia. Yeah, like oh, that was great. That used to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I want to. I want to. I want a, a wiki feet that I can go to if I'm a if I'm a, a right wing uh, foot fetish guy. Lauren Boebert's feet, MTG's feet, God honoring wiki feet. To get away from to get away from the wokes that have overtaken with the wiki the main wiki feet <laughs> the, theme. The mind virus has taken over <laughs> wiki feet. It's too woke. <laughs> You know those. You know those conversations are happening on the message boards. Oh, absolutely, all the time. There's got to be a subreddit of a subreddit that they're uh, having these debates on about bringing bringing diversity to the wiki the wiki feed uh, main page. Yeah, like, <laughs> do you? I would lo- I would love to see like like wiki feed put up like a land acknowledgement. <laughs> It's not enough. It's not enough to honor the feet. We have to honor what they're on as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah those these are, these, those these perfect sexy feet stand on stolen ground. <laughs> I think that concludes our feelings on Carlos Correa. <laughs> how much of this to leave in and let's just <laughs> it's been a weird day it's been a weird day we're good okay okay we're calming down we're calm- <laughs> oh. all right speaking of mlb players we did get one late submission to our uh episode 100 naval gazing this is the thing you go to next <laughs> yeah we're, we're just this is the transition this is the transition no, I bet he would do one. I bet uh, that we can we can ask him to. We'll do a wiki feed for men submission. Hold on, wait. Yeah, Sean Doolittle is not on wiki feed. Okay, we had to, we had to check. All right, uh, are we ready to play play this one? Hit it. Yeah. All right, we could, yeah this one came in late, but we couldn't just let it let it go by. We had to play it. That and around gang. It's Sean Doolittle. Uh, no, not Sean Doolittle from the Washington Nationals. I am Sean Doolittle calling as a fan of the podcast to wish you guys congratulations on 100 episodes. And my 2023 resolution of responding to DMs in a timely fashion isn't going so great. So I know I'm a week late with this. 
uh, and you guys are already on episode 101, but I think you should be celebrating and drawing it out as long as possible because 100 episodes is really cool. I mean, now you guys are eligible for those sweet, sweet syndication checks. You know, now you're playing with house money. The first 100 episodes are the hardest, okay? And anyway, time is a human construct, okay? So uh, it's really not my fault, okay? And, um, you know, I just want to say, again, congratulations. Um, I've been lucky enough to be a guest on your show. Um, I've also heard my name on your show um, a, a few times. And every time I do, I do the Leonardo pointing gif um at, at my phone or at, at the car stereo um it's really cool but i really love listening to the podcast um i am i am a fan and um i appreciate it because it makes me feel like i'm able to talk baseball listen to baseball talk with my friends um people that 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 see the game i think in in many of the same ways that i do um, and, and I'm really grateful for that. There aren't many places uh, where I feel like I connect with the game in the same way that I do when I'm listening to your show. So um, keep them coming. I promise to stop calling this number, uh, <laughs> begging to be a guest on the podcast so that I can stay relevant and keep my name in the zeitgeist. Um, you know, now that you guys are over 100, 100 episodes, you may be maybe beyond that. Um, so I apologize for flooding your inbox every week. Um, but anyway, um, I'm looking forward to the 2023 season. I'm looking forward to more of your sweet, sweet content, uh, as we gear for spring training. Um, and again, uh, I really do want to offer a heartfelt congratulations. Keep it up. That's so sweet. He's such that a was, nice guy. That was so fucking sweet. Jesus very, God. Very, very nice. I'm yeah. I'm very glad we talked about him him being on WikiFeed immediately before that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have it any other way than him being no. the last guest. He's our closer. He comes in and locks it down at the end. That's, that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <sighs> Thank you, Sean. Thank you so much, Sean. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Uh yeah, very, very sweet. <sighs> okay. Well you, you want you want to talk hot stove? Yeah, there's not much time left for it. <laughs> the the burning the burning sweltering stove that is on <laughs> yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah, we're kind of we're kind of at the part of the season now where the guys left over uh for as free agents are like borderline uh MLB starters or older. Um and just teams don't teams just don't know if, if they've still got it, still got the juice. Yeah. Um I saw some interest from the Marlins on Yuli Guriel, and I thought that was uh probably not a bad fit for that team. Uh, I also saw, um, well, I, I didn't, I didn't see this, um, but, um, I, it got me thinking about, uh, who, what free agents are left, where would they be good to go? And I think there's a case to be made that the Mariners should sign Zach Granke, possibly to a more than one year deal. No one who's listened to this podcast regularly, uh, will be surprised that I'm a Granke obsessive and have been for a long time. A long time. Yeah. Jake Arrieta did not deserve that Cy Young. Granky did. Uh, sure. He's kind of, since he signed in Arizona, he, uh, after that first season in Arizona, he's kind of become a different pitcher than he was in his younger days. But since then, he's been basically the same pitcher every year. 
last season he put up with the the Royals, and the Royals are the only team uh, linked to him right now. But I, that I'm aware of, but there are it would be like a very con. It would be a very um, what's the word I'm looking for? It would be, have a lot of incentives in it for innings pitched, and he'd, mm-hmm. he'd probably rather take something somewhere else. Uh, I, I think the Mariners would be a good fit just because uh, the ballpark factors in that park uh, are incredible. For a guy who makes soft contact, it's one of the uh, best parks in the league for um, preventing singles, which is Granky's game at this point. He strikes out like 15% of people at most. Um, but he also like never walks anyone. He's got like one of the 15 lowest walk rates in the league last season. But he threw 130 pitches, uh, sorry, 130 innings last season, 3.68 ERA with a FIP right around four. Uh, That's like totally a startable fourth or fifth guy on your roster. And the uh, Mariners, I don't know if you guys know this, are are, uh, having Robbie Ray go out there once every five days. (laughs) So there's room for improvement. Two guys that Lauren has the strongest opinions about really, is <laughs> Cranky and Robbie Ray. This yeah. is true. One I love, yeah. one I hate. Long history with both. But yeah, I think he, uh, the, Miami would also be an interesting fit for him just because, I mean, they have uh, starting pitchers at the, at the Wazoo. Maybe he could be like a swing guy or a six starter and go out every now and then while also being the pitching coach. I think that'd be fun. He'd get like a like a late, late career Ichiro kind of thing going on with in, in Miami, that'd be fun. Do you think he'd want to do that? I think like Granky having like a Tom Brady in Florida arc where he grows his, he, like he's had that longer hair in, in previous years. Yeah. I think he, like a, a, a Zach Granky, like Florida dirtbag guy arc would be really fun. Oh, it'd be awesome. And I could see him being into it. Zach Granky with a boogie board. <laughs> <laughs> with like a cut like cut off sleeves on his shirt and like sunglasses like on his forehead yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah totally. Totally. that'd totally. be fantastic <laughs> but yeah I I, like I I think it like he is still a serviceable uh pitcher by any definition he, he should be on a team uh it, actually like the, one of the most incredible things i saw last season was the, that he threw a changeup in fastball at the same speed in the same at bat yeah which is Whoa. weird <laughs> yeah it's weird yeah, 87 mile an hour fastball in the upper right hand corner to um, uh, catcher on the White Sox, and then like bottom of the zone strikeout on the changeup, and it's like it's the same speed. There, uh, it, it it fastball and changeup is supposed to be like similar, like identical delivery from the batter's yeah. uh, eye, but they're so clearly like different pitches, even though they should be the same. I don't know. The, the one <laughs> argument against this really is that his changeup did was not as good by some of the metrics last season, but it's, I don't put a lot of trust in that because like every single pitch he throws at this point is a changeup. Like it's all the same pitch. He's just converging into one pitch that just does something different every time you throw it. I think, I think someone should pay Zach Greinke to keep playing baseball. Yeah. I would like that. I would like to see him play for as, as long as he wants to. Yeah. Cause, like, cause once he retires, we'll never see him again. <laughs> I think he said he wants to be close to the game still. I think he's like talked about scouting or something, but yeah, you'd okay. never see him in interviews or anything because I feel like, yeah, after he retires, like mm-hmm. he's going to go like live up on a mountain somewhere, <laughs> you know, or you have to like, you know, have the helicopter fly up to ask him to come back for one more mission. <laughs> and, you know, I need you yeah. to pitch one more inning sack. And, <laughs> Totally. Now, I, I think sign him for one more year. It, it'll be his 20th season MLB. Give him with That's the crazy. Marlins or, or Mariners and then let him go pitch in Japan for like 10 years. Oh, oh hell yeah. Cranky in Japan cool. would be an incredible arc. That'd be really cool. I would he kind of looks that. like an anime uh, character. A little bit. 
Yeah. 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 He kind of looks like uh, what's the uh, My Hero Academia um, All Might. I'm really yeah, getting deep yeah. into. He looks sure. like All Might when he loses his powers and gets really skinny. I was I was trying to find I, I just Googled him to try and find like if there were any like beach pics of him so that I could like figure out reverse engineer some so like you could find the wiki feed entry. <laughs> no, no, entry. So, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, so I could reverse engineer some sort of like South Florida dirtbag mm-hmm. uh yeah. energy about him. Um and I couldn't find any of that, but I did find a bunch of pictures of him that he just looked like an anime character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Anyway, that's that's my thoughts on Zach Cranky, free agent. Well done. Curiel should probably get a, a contract too. He's not as as good a hitter as he was, uh, but he should. I, I think he'll be league average. Where are we going from here? Where do we go from here, Jay? Yeah, you know what? I really don't know. My, <laughs> my brain's not only for destroyed from the rest of the stuff that's happened this week, but from our first segment there. Yeah, we, we kind of spiked the rest of the episode with that. Kind of. Sure I can talk about Michael Waka. No, we don't want to do that. No one wants to talk about Michael Waka. No, no one wants to do that. <laughs> He's the best uh, free agent left on the market for pitching. But is he really? Uh, as far well, as I, I can mean, tell. Yeah, like I think he's not, he's not very good. It's gonna start soon, isn't it? When's pitchers and catchers? It's usually the middle of February. It'll be a little less than a month from now, probably. Yeah. Damn, it's so soon. It's usually right around like Valentine's Day. If we get into the mailbag early here, if we have a if we have a shorter episode, I think that's okay. I mean, we've given we've given the people plenty of content. Uh, the first one is from Twitter at Bonobos thirty seven. This one isn't even a question, but I'll allow it anyway. Uh, it says, give an A's fan some hope. I think I do have a way to go about this. I do, I do think I have some hope here. Most of the conversation around the A's have been about them moving to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, given the state of water in the Southwest, I think there's a chance that Oakland will be inhabitable longer than uh, Nevada will be. Yeah. So maybe that's what, maybe they get to keep the team for that reason. Or maybe they come back after a, after a brief excursion to Las Vegas. Yeah, like... Uh, It'll it'll be like one season before like Lake Mead is dry, and then there, everyone just flees. So yeah. with the move to Vegas, is that like a is Fisher trying to sell the team, or is he just trying to move the team? I think he's just trying to move the team. Oh, because I was gonna say if if Fisher like sold the team to some Vegas guy who moved it, and then that Vegas guy got like indicted in some like crazy criminal thing, and the A's were just like, you know, yeah, that could happen. I, we're we're literally writing fan fiction here because yeah. it, you can't possibly <laughs> look at the reality of the situation and go, oh, there's hope for the Oakland Athletics. We have to resort to like Godfather Part Twoing them to yeah. <laughs> make it work. Well, my original thing was like like hope that hope that John Fisher really likes Tesla vehicles and gets behind <laughs> the wheel of one of those. You never um, know. No, so <clears throat> there's some yeah. really good reporting about Tesla. I think this yesterday about um, the rate at which the cars collide. And there's like one accident a day from the driving stuff, which is awesome. insane given how yeah. small of a percentage they are of like overall cars on the road. Well, the safety stats are also kind of juiced. Apparently this was like a part of the, art- the article got it to. I thought it was really good. Was it's when so Tesla- nuts that they just let those things on the road like yeah. oh, it's, a, it's a self-driving beta like a, be- a beta excuse me <laughs> yeah jurassic park was in beta <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey 
hey, those those were self driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe he'll buy a, a cyber truck. <laughs> you know, we are not allowed to say his name. By the way, we made yeah. a promise to our listeners. No, no, no. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about John Fisher. Maybe he'll buy a cyber oh. truck. Oh yeah. You know, they have those really nice uh, dashboards that are like a, a marble countertop corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, it's just like oh this thing is so uh, invulnerable and it's like well yeah it's like cars crumple for a reason you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you know what you know the glass is supposed to break like for a reason i think the uh, i think the most reasonable and realistic optimistic route for the a's is they're gonna suck for a few years they're gonna develop good players like they always do they're going to make a scrappy run when the Astros start getting tired. And they're like, once they if make the playoffs again in like six years, maybe before they start selling off all of their really young, exciting talent, like they always do, uh, they, you know, luck into maybe a World Series win as some sort of wild card. And this is also yeah. assuming that all of the moving to Vegas or wherever the fuck stuff just continually languishes in limbo and you still have a sewage stadium in Oakland, mm-hmm. but it's a sewage stadium. So I think that's like the best, most realistic scenario of the next decade. I think they moved to Las Vegas and then uh, in 2038, they moved back to Oakland. (laughs) I don't think I don't (laughs) think baseball will exist in 2038. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, not in Las Vegas anyway. There's no water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Let me look at let me to, to Steven's point. Let me look at the top their top prospects here. Let's see here. Tyler Soderstrom and Ken Waldachuk are 21 and 25, respectively. They're in AAA. Uh, Waldachuk, let's look at uh, Zach Geloff, the third best prospect, and Tyler Soderstrom, the first best prospect. They're 21 and 23. They're in AAA, probably going to make MLB next season or the season after. Uh, that would put them, if they get, let's say not this coming season, but the season after, they do some time manipulation stuff. They, they don't really start the clock until... 2024 that gives you three four five years before they hit arb two that would mean 2029 is your the window at which uh you you're bad again so yeah so it'd have to be like 2027 or 28 would be like they luck into a team that can compete in any way they're just hope that those seasons aren't like c- c- surrounded by catastrophic fires of some kind. And there's a little, yeah. little room for yeah. hope there. Like, okay. Oh, we had to evacuate Oakland because of wildfire <laughs> smoke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it could, it could happen. I guess anything could happen. I mean, the fucking <laughs> Phillies were in the world series last year in case anyone forgot. Next question. We got from Cody Lee on our discord friend of the show. Cody Lee here. Uh, congratulations, you've just been hired by your favorite team's marketing department. Your first assignment is to create a promotional night at the ballpark the following season. What theme do you choose? What cheaply manufactured manufactured memorabilia or team wear will you give out? This is great. I was thinking a lot about this. this. A I know, fantastic question. It's I know in question. the past we have we have mentioned 
an answer for this that I will re-deliver now. Pride Night is so out. It's yeah. so 2020. It's so 2015. Yeah. Yuck. Get it out of here. No more no more rainbow capitalism. No more rainbow capitalism. No, terrible. Uh, I'm I'm instituting fag night at the ballpark yep, and we are going to be giving out see here's the thing leather harnesses are too expensive they're never going to give those out no. uh, so I'm thinking like a like a handkerchief of varying colors and you can like choose oh maybe yeah have, maybe yeah, they'll have code. like three available um, then mm. you can kind of like choose your own um, and they don't give them out at the gate they give them out outside the bathroom Oh yeah, no, all this <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes. Yeah. Um <clears throat> no, my my serious answer is well, complicated by recent news. Uh but what's really hot right now is, are um I think tabletop role playing games are having a moment. Uh, they have okay. been for a yeah. few years, like all of those like actual plays on YouTube and Twitch and, and, you know, they're getting real shows now. They're all huge things and like podcasts and everything. So I'm thinking we tap into that nerd market. So I honestly, the Phillies hire me. We're doing fag night and TTRPG night because yeah. we got to get both populations that don't watch baseball get, yeah. depraved homosexuals and nerds <laughs> and and we gotta the, get the nerds and there's overlap, overlap. Yeah, yeah which is great the, overlap the, it's everybody who listens to us <laughs> yeah it's it's it's, our, no, it's, it's what you've invented is batting around night <laughs> <laughs> but no i think i mean uh, i think that for fucking years even after the show went off the air you know, huh? they, did, they did Game of Thrones night. Game of Thrones. Oh my god, they were so <laughs> late yeah. to that party, yeah. and then no one cared. Yeah. Um, but no, tabletop RPG night would be great. You could give out like a little figurine of the fanatic for your campaigns oh, at home, yeah. or you could do a twenty-sided die with the team logo where the, 20, the twenty is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm like talking myself into wanting this shit. I love the idea of a um, fanatic mini, like using only... that as a monster in a in a in a session. That's so totally. good. Um, that's the that's the the problem, of course, is all the fucking drama with Wizards of the Coast. Sure, like being terrible at everything. That. Yeah, they're OGL drama right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so. But I mean, hey, baseball loves terrible corporations. So honestly, if anything, Wizards of the Coast being assholes about their intellectual property might make the Phillies more likely to sure. <laughs> get in bed with them. So yeah, that's that's kind of my serious and my joke answer. And both of them are actually serious. Yeah, totally good answer. I uh, I, I think I've got one. Uh, well, it's a couple ideas, really. Um, uh, I'll just go get into it. Uh, the average baseball fan is something like 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> that means that none of them, their brains calcified entirely around the year 2000, I think. So I think teams mm -hmm. should just do a lot of like one-offs for like network television shows from the mid to late 90s. 
Yeah. I've got a couple ideas that I just kind of thrown together here. NYPD Blue Knight. Love oh, it. With the God, Dennis's yes. Dennis's butt bobblehead. Yeah. Yes. Wonderful. A- Allie perfect. McBeal Knight with mm-hmm. a dancing baby giveaway. That's perfect. okay. You, you two are old enough to remember the dancing baby. Yeah, I, of course. I am just old enough huge, to remember it. We're all the same age. It was <laughs> huge. It was a huge deal. It was yeah. huge. And then my, my final one was um, for the ladies, a, a Murphy Brown night with shoulder insert giveaway. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Shoulder pads. We gotta we gotta oh. bring shoulder pads back. We do. Uh, no, I don't. I don't need shoulder pads. I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> no. Though. Yeah, I'm good on that. that that's that's kind of like the um, the buccal buccal fat whatever yeah, thing yeah. that uh, cis women are doing. Cis women making themselves clockier on purpose. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just like, oh no, no, I'm just like I'm I'm in full support. They should keep doing it. It's wonderful. And they should, yeah, they should also get shoulder pads. They should wear gloves that make their hands look bigger. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, maybe like the ch- chin inserts for the split chin. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Perfect. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about cis women making themselves look clockier. <laughs> it's hot, honestly. It's great. Yeah. Uh, well, what, 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 what other like throwaway what shows from the '90s would y'all want to see? You, you, you have TV opinions. You were watching TV at the time. Cartoons yeah. are a given. I mean, th- that won't appeal to the older people, but that appeal to some millennials. Like, yeah, I'm right the problem is that the the shows I was watching in the '90s, even the non-cartoon ones, were not old people shows. Like I was watching, like really, you two weren't watching The Practice when you were six years old. <laughs> I you know, was. funny enough, funny enough, Lauren. No, yeah, it's yeah, it's Becker night down at the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Um, the practice is so good, though. Columbo night that would Columbo- actually be huge. Columbo I, night would kill. I know several people who would like oh when there's a when there's a strikeout when there's a strikeout on the um then they could put up on the on the jumbotron like like oh and one more thing and it's a a graphic (laughs) of columbo like just like throwing heat oh that would be so good And yeah. like the giveaway would be like, night at the ballpark. The giveaway yeah. is like the the like the tan jacket. Yes, like or, a just a, or just like or just like or just a cigar. I, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just fuck it. I yeah. mean, hey, Philly's got that. <laughs> yeah, Colombo is like TTRPG is having a moment. I think I think a lot of people are revisiting that show. I had a, totally. a friend who's saying she was watching it uh, for the first time. I think like that that could bring in some younger people who are. Thought they were getting into it ironically, and then realized it's actually a really good show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it sounds great. Um, I think I would for my night. I'm going for corporate synergy on mm-hmm. my night. Uh, specifically, I'm looking for a, a partnership with Pfizer, <laughs> and we're gonna just load the stadium with <laughs> uh, drug sales representatives <laughs> and their samples. Uh, so we're gonna have just like people robo tripping mm-hmm. there. Um, <laughs> oh, I could I like, could get fucked up some tuss, on some tuss into the game. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You can get the other handing out little samples of Zoloft and Xanax. <laughs> I think that would rule. That would fucking rip. Oh God, Sackler night to like w- when they win the lawsuit, <laughs> they they buy out the park. Yeah, for some goodwill. Yeah, here's here's uh, more of our artificial heroin no, that we make. Not for goodwill. They just they just get everyone there addicted again. Yeah, <laughs> like just fifty thousand new addicts. Like we're not even skipping the phase where they give it away basically for free to to people who worked manual labor jobs in their in their thirties. <laughs> oh, now I'm sad. Um, <laughs> Lauren almost did a spit take. Yeah. 
<laughs> I had one other thought, but it's like, it's, it's, I, I already lean too much into this part of my brand is, uh, I think it'd be fun to have a Costco night. Yeah. I was thinking when I was like trying to find serious ideas, I'm like, let's do like something meat and potatoes. Yeah. I, a lot of the Costco, a lot of the ballpark concessions are already Costco things, hot dogs, pizza, soda. I would uh, love to finally try a chicken bake. I'd love to have a chicken bake at a ballpark. That would be very nice, I think. Yeah. Also, like, I think it'd be fun instead of like the little candies, you get the big Costco size bag of, of, of candies. Ooh. Mm. Like just you go to a ballpark and you just get to house like a like a 96 ounce thing of, of the uh, Jiffy Pop. Not Jiffy Pop, the Smart Pop. Sure, sure. I'd be into that. Yeah. Not to mention the liquor. It'd be like the cheapest night ever for liquor at the ballpark. I've still never been to a Costco. Really? There's way more. There's way more Sam's Clubs around here. We're, yeah, we're only like is... just finally getting uh, Costco's like in the last couple of years around the, here. Sam's Club actually recently priced their hot dog lower than Costco's to make mm. it more competitive. And they also have uh, sauerkraut and onions at Sam's Club still. So I am okay. a little oh. jealous of that. I just All remember right. liking the the Sam's Club pizza that they it's, sold. It's good. Yeah. The, we, like yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's I I am a Costco diehard for flavor reasons, but um yeah, of course. it is what it is. when you is Costco. No, go ahead. Good. Costco's great. Wise? Yeah, like oh, obviously shit. there's better better than most places. Yeah, well, I mean, as Sam's Club is like okay, <laughs> yeah, exceptionally bad, but yeah, was but it, no. wasn't Costco's deal like they they do treat their employees better than a lot of places, but it's just like to stave off unionization. Uh, yeah, probably. But like, the, it's still, I like, think it's pay better starts like twenty two an hour have, or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they promote internally. A lot of people in corporate started out working as like cashiers. Uh, okay. It, as far as employers go, it's one of the better ones. Don't like, don't like that. Don't like giving them any any credit. But yeah, <laughs> I can talk about Costco for another thirty minutes if we just want to pad it out. I, if we just we need to pad out the episode a while. <laughs> I, I don't, don't think, think I've ever been to one. Okay, when yeah. when now to visit. The area we'll go to the, we'll go to one of the Maryland Costco's. There's one. Are they like, like better than the Virginia ones? Well, really, the I mean, depending on what you're there for, it, it does depend on what where. Like Virginia has more of the because Costco kind of tries to adapt its offerings for the community around it. Uh, because of the the demographics of Northern Virginia, you go to that Costco for more uh, Latin American items. Uh, you go to the mm. Southern Maryland ones for. Um, more um uh, asian american items uh it, like th that's where you can get like the chinese sausage at the southern maryland costcos uh and then the dc one is the only one with liquor uh because dc's liquor laws are not run through um abc stores there you go and dc only has okay. one one costco god what a what a fucking concept <laughs> our liquor laws are shit uh we have the second strictest in the country after Utah. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a, not a fan of any of that. I believe it's, this is like my one libertarian position is that you should be able to buy Everclear at the gas station. Yeah, they used to not be able to sell uh, alcohol at like liquor stores at all in Minnesota on Sundays. Wow. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, have you seen the people who live in Minnesota? Like, that's yeah. not fair. <laughs> that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, what are they gonna do? It's not Wisconsin, but like but you have to. Yeah, you. I mean, because so the Twin Cities. I mean, they're thirty minutes away from the Wisconsin border, so you drive to Hudson. Mm -hmm. The the laws have been relaxed since I was like younger, but they used to be like you can only get beer at a beer distributor, and you can only get mm -hmm. wine or liquor at a state owned store, and those were closed on Sundays. Mm -hmm. But the beer distributors could stay open, and also. You could only buy 
the beer a case at a time. Like you can only get you can only purchase a six pack at like a bar. This is also silly. Um, they've relaxed a lot of those laws now. Like you're it's so I still like walk into a grocery store sometimes and see beer and I'm like, oh, interesting. This th- is a fun new thing for me. I think it was North North Carolina where I was, wh- wh- whichever one, whichever Carolina Kitty Hawk is in. And uh, you had to, there was like a little mini store within the grocery store that you had to go through to buy liquor. And like, you had to like tell the guy at the counter, Hey, I need to get a bottle of, of booze. Can you call? And like the guy just walks around the corner, goes to the separate checkout, separate machine. <laughs> and has to ring you up over there. It's uh, Oh yeah. We still do that. Fucking, pen- fucking Pennsylvania. God damn it. I mean, mostly, most of the time you just go over to Jersey because it's right there. You know, you know, it's a little cheaper anyway. You know, where like none of these laws are in effect. Uh, New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I can only imagine. I, no, I, I was, yeah, I, I was back in New Orleans over the holidays. And at one point uh, we were having a drink up on the, the World War II Museum has a lovely bar on the top floor of its hotel now. Cool. Um, World War II Museum, best museum in, in uh, New Orleans. Former um, former topic on this very podcast. That's true. On a bonus episode, we talked about museums. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um, I uh, we ordered a cocktail that was bigger than we expected, and my dad was like, uh, "You should just get that in a, in a to go cup." And I had completely forgotten the concept of just like leaving a restaurant with a a cup of mm-hmm. of, of booze. That's so cool. It's so That's much better. Wild. Baseball park should have that. You should just be able to yeah. walk out of the game with your with your drink if you're not done with it. Can we can we have cigarettes night at the ballpark? So <laughs> after I've had a, a bunch of cocktails um, up in the left field bar, I can also just like smoke a cig. You know what? Uh, yes, they yeah. they do the peanutless night the the peanutless nights for the people with peanut allergies. They should have smokers right. nights for smokers. Yeah, come on. I would say like two we'll a month fo- would be plenty. We'll fold that yeah. into Colombo night. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You put it on just like you know a fucking Monday night or something, <laughs> where nobody's going to games anyway. Fuck it. Let People are already get, vaping in the stands. It happens. Yeah, come on, come on. Let them let them light them up. We we don't need to do the advertising. We don't need to like <laughs> violate any advertising laws and put up a Marlboro sign. Kids don't watch baseball anyway. It's fine. Yeah. They don't have to acknowledge it on the broadcast. Just uh, you know, on the way in when the when you're walking through the metal detectors, the guy just goes, "You can smoke, by the way." <laughs> yeah, like, you can smoke. It's like bark at the park instead of instead of bringing your pet, you're bringing your nicotine habit. Yeah, get like a scoreboard graphic of like Patty and Selma for strikeouts and shit. Yeah, oh, if, if you have like if you have like a hole in your neck from cancer, your ticket's free. My long dead grandfather would have loved that. Uh, all right, do we have anything else to talk about? I think we've squeezed the stone. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> glad we glad we held on to you after about the twelve minute mark there. Yeah, if you're uh, still, if you're listening, still listening, congratulations. Slash, we are sorry. I'm not sorry. It was a good riff. Yeah, we. I mean, I know we're uh, already halfway through the month here, but we will do our damnedest to get both of our Patreon episodes for the month out we, between now and the end of January. Uh, so thank you for sticking in there with us. If you're not signed up for the Patreon, I know it's the off season, but still not a bad time to do it. Patreon.com slash batting around. Go, go support the show. Yeah. If you like the off season episodes, you would like our off season bonus episodes even more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah if you're still listening you you're you're signed up for for this like sign up for even more of it you're gonna love it all right i'm i'm, I'm curious I, I i'd be very curious to know if if there was a possible way to run the numbers like how many non-patreon subscribers have made it this far in this episode do, do you think there are people who like would only only subscribe to us in the off season like we get to the baseball season they're like ah oh, fuck it i don't care I'm anymore done. i'm out i'm out of here <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Um, <laughs> all right. I don't know. Well, every time I'm every time I'm at a social gathering with like people, and the fact that I'm on a podcast comes up, it's so funny because I'm like, oh yeah, I have a podcast, and they're like, oh cool, what's it about? What's it called? I'm like, it's about baseball, and they're like, oh, <laughs> oh okay, let me look it up. I'm like, you don't have to. Just it's tell fine. people you do a true kind of podcast. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because they might want to listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> that's the problem, yeah. Well, the true crime is what they're doing to the uh, state of the game. The true crime is happening in Cincinnati and <laughs> Oakland, <laughs> and Miami. Okay, that's going to be at the end of the episode for tonight. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Uh, keep an eye out for bonus episodes. Goodbye. Close off the-